Welcome to the Holistic Way podcast. I'm your host, Nikki, aka Dominique, founder of the Holistic Way, holistic life coach, and yoga teacher. I hope you'll join me weekly as we discuss holistic approaches, fresh perspectives, and non negotiable self compassion. Understanding is empowering, and self kindness is the new sexy. It is my mission to introduce to you new ways to work with your mind, body, and emotions rather than against them, to create long-term results with more ease and fun. Hi, beautiful souls. I'm very excited to have you here for this week's episode. This one is very dear to my heart, as it is about a topic and an offer of mine I'm very passionate about. Today, I want to talk to you about seven learnings I've made through working with my beautiful holistic body clients. The beauty about the work I do is that I get to not only see them grow, guide them to a brighter future with more fun and ease, but I also get to learn and grow so much myself in the process. The Holistic Body is an offer I created based on the Holistic Way approach. If you want to learn more about what the Holistic Way is, head over to episode two of the podcast. I recorded an episode where I go in-depth about the content of it. The Holistic Body is my nine weeks program designed to help women heal their weight and their relationship with their body and body image. The holistic body is my pride and joy because it is very personal due to my own healing journey of my body image. I have spent years hating my body and took inconsistent action from a place of hate for my body. I exercised because I hated the way my body looked. I wanted to change my nutrition for the wrong reasons Basically, everything I did or didn't do was because I felt uncomfortable in my own skin. This program is a collection of all my personal learnings that I have gathered over the years to feel more comfortable in my own skin, to be at peace with food and exercise. It is a combination of body positivity, changing your habits in a holistic way and energy work. So you can finally take action towards the body you want from a place of love. Spoiler alert, this is one of the fastest and most long-term ways to create change. There will, of course, be an episode dedicated to the holistic body on the podcast in the near future. But in the meantime, if you want to learn more about the program, the one-on-one program itself, head over to my website or to my Instagram. Everything is linked in the show notes to make it extra easy for you. Okay, now let's dive into all the goodness I learned from my beautiful holistic body clients. First, I'd like to talk about the size of a release um, and how it is in no way correlated to the trauma or the trigger. So let me explain what I mean by this is that I have seen um, in my clients that sometimes something can be very deep, very intensive, something they've lived with for 
years and years and years and sometimes it has even been passed down through generations. But the release of it was maybe 15 minutes. Maybe there were some tears, maybe not even. Um, and we expected that, something so deep and so intensive that it should have like this massive and intense release. But in reality, it can be, you know, as easy as a 15 minute. Sometimes it can be much deeper and it can make you feel tired for a few days. I've had clients who after a session felt almost thick. I've had clients who felt like they wanted to sleep for weeks or days or hours. So it can go both ways. And even sometimes with something we feel is, you know, just surface level can have this massive release or a teeny tiny release that feels like something. So don't be fooled to think just because something is very deep and intense that the release will be deep and intense as well. But it can be very rewarding or rewarding it will be anyway but it can be you know something you do like you would brush your teeth in the morning so this is a learning that was very surprising to me because I always thought that you know for the release to be true and for it to really take place that it had to be this massive explosion of emotions and there had to be tears and I had to be tired for days I was very surprised by that and I think my clients taught me that, you know, even for myself, the releases don't always have to be this intense. Let's move on to number two and that I've already mentioned it a little bit, but that shift can happen instantly in even less than 15 minutes sometimes. I've seen some beautiful clients release really intense things in less than 15 minutes that sometimes is all it takes and I think for me as someone that has struggled with a lot of deep-rooted issues whether it's in regards of my love life whether it was in regards of my body image and my relationship with my body learning that it doesn't have to be long even if it's something you carry for years, it possibly can be released in 15 minutes or less. And also being aware that it is okay if it does take longer. I've seen clients release things in 15 minutes. I've seen clients that sometimes need to look at it from a different perspective and a different level. So just because we look at something from one angle, doesn't mean we don't need to look at it from another angle too. The third one is about worthiness and how it always comes down to worthiness and the feeling of I'm good enough to have the body I desire. And let me tell you, I have not once worked with a client where unworthiness wasn't present. So every single client I had 
in some form or way, we had to work on releasing that unworthiness and installing this feeling of being good enough. And I mean, being good enough, not only as in the abilities you have, but the worthiness that comes from deep inside of a person and how when that piece is missing, any kind of, of change, any kind of action will be a lot harder to take. Worthiness sometimes is this big, big word. And a lot of the clients ask me, but like, how do I start working on this? Like, how, where does that unworthiness come from? And it can be as an insignificant event as your mom didn't have time for you in a moment when you thought it meant you weren't worthy, when in fact she, you know, maybe was just busy busy looking after your brother, your sister, maybe she was busy um, preparing dinner. The, The root cause can, to your conscious mind, feel insignificant but to your inner child to your subconscious mind it is very traumatic and deep and then can create years of feeling unworthy feeling not good enough feeling like there's something wrong with you like you're some kind of failure and that as such you don't deserve the things you want in your life. And this applies to wanting to heal your body image, heal your relationship with your body, heal your way. If you don't feel you're worthy and you don't feel you deserve the body you want to have, the body you want to create, it is going to be very, very difficult for you to take consistent actions towards it so if every time every day you want to change your habits whether it's drinking more water going for more walks meditating in the mornings if you have that subconscious pattern of I'm not good enough why even bother like I'm not worthy of it anyway you won't take the action you need to actually feel confident in your body, to change your habits. So worthiness is one of the key principles in the Holistic Body program. And I've found that whether we feel confident, I've had clients that, you know, they seem confident on the outside and they felt maybe even confident themselves, but there was always, always, always some kind of pattern of unworthiness that was lingering underneath that, you know, they weren't aware of or were trying to unconsciously hide. And once we looked at that, they made so much progress towards achieving, creating new habits, really having that body they desire. So... Number three is that worthiness is an essential. And if you struggle with, you know, your body image, if you struggle to feel 
comfortable in your body, in your skin, if you struggle to feel comfortable around food, then start by looking at your worthiness. Do you feel worthy to have the body you desire? Number four is about processing emotions and the fact that very little of us know how to do that holistically. Most of us have sadly never been taught how to process them. And again, I always say by no fault of, of anyone else, how can we be taught if our caregivers have never been taught how to? So processing emotions, especially the uncomfortable ones, is something that has to be learned. It is something, if we don't learn it, we tend to create coping mechanisms. We tend to learn how to numb in ways that are usually or mostly not very healthy and holistic. So when we don't know how to actually feel our emotions, when we don't know how they actually work, then we tend to kind of stuff them back down. Um, you can imagine like a backpack you carry with yourself all day long, every day for the rest of your life. And when you in the past or even today have an emotion that is very uncomfortable you don't have the space, the knowledge, the, the desire to actually feel it and go through it. You just stuff it down in your backpack. You distract yourself, you numb yourself, and by doing so, you just push them into your backpack. Sadly, by pushing them away, they don't disappear. They're still there. They're still in your backpack, stored somewhere in your body. And anytime you come across a trigger, a situation, a moment that reminds your body of how you felt in that moment, that all the emotion is going to come up again. And it's going to come back even more intense because we didn't know how in that moment, in the past, how to release it, how to process it. And I see most of my clients not knowing how to do so. And I have to say that I <laughs> included myself into those people because I simply didn't know. I didn't know how to feel sadness I didn't know how to feel pain. I didn't know how to feel grief and anger. And I surely didn't know how to release it in a healthy, safe way. And in my work or through my work, I have learned that when we feel them, if we can create a safe space for us to feel them, that's they most of the time just move through and then disappear. 
when we don't know how to do so, and again, I'm repeating myself, but it is important that people understand that it is a practice. It is something we need to learn. And most of us learn it as adults because we want to do this work because we want to create change. And it starts with learning how to process your emotions because when we don't, like I said, you create coping mechanism, numbing mechanisms. And for a lot of us, me included, that used to be food. So when you don't want to feel the anger, when you don't want to feel the sadness, you reach for food. And then you eat not because you're hungry, but you eat because you don't want to feel. And you do that for years, you overeat This is when you overeat while you actually don't even like the food or you don't even need the food anymore because you're you're not hungry anymore, but you just continue eating. You can't stop. Um, And you do that every time you have an emotion that's coming up, that's bubbling up, but you don't know how to process it. And I have to say also that it's usually subconscious that you've created that mechanism, maybe when you were younger, maybe in your childhood, maybe when you were a teenager, and instead of wanting to feel something, you started eating. It can sometimes even start when, as a child, maybe you fell off your bike, you hurt your knee, and your caregiver gave you um, sweets to, you know, make you feel better, make you forget the pain, and in that moment, your subconscious mind learned that, oh, food is a really great way for me to not feel what I'm feeling. And then it becomes this automatic repetition of, I don't want to feel, so let me have food. For a lot of us, it's food. For others, it's smoking. For even others, it's drugs, it's weed, it's alcohol, it's watching Netflix. It's all these things you do because you don't want to face your feelings. And again, with no one to blame, because it is something we've not learned. It's not something that they teach us in school. It's not something that we sadly learn from our parents, because they weren't taught either. So it is essential that we learn how to process our emotions. And this is something I've learned from my clients, is that most of us haven't learned. There's also beauty in that because that means we can learn now and that there are ways, even if you're 30, 40, 50, 60, how you can learn to process your emotions. It is going to take practice like every new skill you learn, but you will eventually be a pro. Number five is that a feeling of safety is essential to create progress. We need to make sure and we need to look at why you don't feel safe to move forward. So let me explain that in more details. Usually if there is something in your life you struggle with changing for years and years, And, you know, that can be you want to lose some weight, you want to build some muscles, you want to 
create different habits, but you find yourself being able to stick to the plan you've made to change for maybe a few days, maybe you're lucky enough to be able to stick to it to a few weeks or a few months. But then eventually you, what we call, fall off the wagon and you go back to square one where it is hard to make the changes you want to make the do the things you know are good and healthy for yourself. And that's usually when we have a part of us that is seeking safety and finds it in holding on to the status quo. So there's a part of you that doesn't like change and change can be very scary, especially to the nervous system because it means potential danger. And more than the nervous system feeling unsafe when creating new habits, there's likely, and I've experienced it in my clients, a part that feels safe being the way you are, especially when it comes to excess fat on your body. There is potentially and this has been the case for quite a few of my clients, that there's a part of you that feels unsafe having the body you desire. So maybe it's the uncomfortable looks of men. Maybe it's the fear of not belonging anymore if, you know, other family members carry some excess weight too. And unconsciously, you then sabotage your progress. You maybe even sabotage taking action at all. Maybe there's even a sense of physically feeling unsafe if you're a thin person because you've been told that, you know, you need to have some extra padding in case you get an illness. And... Subconsciously, those can all be reasons why you find it hard to make changes. So making sure that you feel safe, creating the change you want to create is essential. And it's something I've seen in a lot of my clients that when there's some kind of resistance or feeling of unsafety in what you want to achieve what you want to create that it creates blockages let's move on to number six and number six is that a lot of things get a lot easier once you have self-compassion if you've been in my world for a little while you know that I'm always going on and on and on about how self-compassion is non-negotiable and I've not only experienced it on myself, but I've seen it countless times happening in my own clients that once they're able to be their own best friend, their own fan, their own cheerleader, their own loving parent, that things get a lot, lot easier. To give you a specific example When I have clients that 
have learned self-compassion through our work together and they come back and they say oh John this week I felt so triggered I felt emotionally unstable so I ate all the unhealthy foods in my cupboards but you know what I was nice to myself I overate I was so full I was way past full but it's okay I know this is a pattern that I'm learning to heal from this doesn't mean anything about me and I decided that I was just going to be nice to myself and they usually then tell me that they instead of going on a restriction cycle or decide to over exercise the day after but they instead decide to take care of themselves and they decide to have a massage go for a nice loving walk or they take a bath whatever they decide is nice and feels like self-care to them and when they then tell me that it feels so much better to have yourself in your own corner have your own back and how it makes setbacks easier how it makes them get on track more easily and faster and how they are able to then take healthy and holistic action more easily and with more fun is a testimony to how self-compassion is a non-negotiable and I'm not saying it is easy I know our self-talk our inner critics are raging and have been raging for years that it takes practice to change that but once you start you know changing one thought after another to a nicer one you will see that it gets easier and easier especially when you start to understand why your behaviors have been the way they are why your lack of action has been there you will see that there were so many more reasons and things at play than you just not having enough willpower or being too lazy let's move on to number seven when you heal your relationship with your body many aspects of your life are improved too so when you start to work on the deep roots the things that are underneath what you struggle with whether in this case it's your relationship with your body and you start to actually heal those feelings of unworthiness you start to learn how to process your emotions you start to regulate your nervous system you focus on forgiveness you focus on mending the relationship with your inner child and you do all these deep healing and you will notice that it will not only improve your relationship with your body 
but that many other aspects are easier, are improved, and so on. I've seen it in my clients and a lot of them that when they started working on the holistic body, on their holistic body, and they healed their feelings of unsafety and unworthiness, that they suddenly feel more in love with their lives. They start to feel more confident to speak up at work, to put boundaries Let's say you worked on your worthiness to have the body of your dreams, then it's the same worthiness. There's no compartments and there's one worthiness. Worthiness is is touching every aspect of your life. So when you look at it in one area of your life, it will improve all the others. And I've seen that happening with all the deep work that I do with my clients in the holistic body is that it has improved many other aspects of their lives too. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode, those seven learnings I've had from working with those beautiful holistic body clients of mine. And I also hope that maybe... One or the other learning I had is going to be a learning for you. I believe that we always, always, always learn more. That sometimes things that we think we've known actually create another learning. And I hope that this episode was eye-opening for you too. The work I do with my clients is always such a blessing, but also, like I said, such a learning curve for myself. And I hope that you enjoyed it. If you want to know more about the Holistic Body program, it is a one-on-one program that is usually taking nine weeks, depending on how many integration weeks you need And if you want to learn more about it, you can head over to my website, like I said, or don't hesitate to reach out to me if you want to discuss where you are, what your situation is, and just to know more about the program. I wish you a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and I hope to have you with me for next week's episode as well bye thank you beautiful soul for being here with me this week don't forget to subscribe to the show and to follow me on instagram at uniquely.nikki see you next time